السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته جمعة مباركة I'm going to recite inshallah from Surah Al-Hujurat chapter 49 and the verse number is 10 أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنما المؤمنون إخوة فأصلحوا بين Oh, <laughs> 
Oh, 
السلام علیکم و رحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ ان الحمد للہ نحمد ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم All thanks and praises are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whom we thank seek for help and invoke for forgiveness. I bear witness that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his messenger. Dear brothers and sisters, for the past few months, We've been walking around with masks, dealing with COVID-19, and struggling to breathe. And I don't know if those masks are enough to cover some of the shameful faces, but we are struggling to breathe. Not only because of the masks that we have on our faces, but because what is happening around the nation is making us struggling to breathe. After seeing the sights of brutality against our African-American brothers and sisters, we cannot breathe and we are suffocating. It is still so fresh and vivid in our minds that the sight of an officer putting his knee on the neck of a human being for nine minutes. And he is begging, please, I cannot breathe. People around them are begging, please, he cannot breathe. The whole nation is begging, please, he cannot breathe. And the whole world is begging, please, he cannot breathe. Let George Floyd breathe. Let justice breathe, let equality breathe, and let brotherhood and sisterhood breathe. And if you need to suffocate and end something, that must be racism, that must be injustice, that must be Islamophobia, that must be anti-Semitism, and that must be xenophobia, And that must be so many social diseases and illnesses which live in hearts and minds. And if you are looking for the change, it won't happen if you keep waiting for some sort of savior. 
Don't wait for Messiah for the change. If you are looking one, look in the mirror. When I say you, it means from any layperson to the president of the U.S. You must be the change that you wish to see in the world, says Gandhi. It is a universal teaching. And our holy book said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُغَيِّرُ مَا بِقَوْمٍ حَتَّى يُغَيِّرُ مَا بِأَنفُسِهِمْ God does not change the condition of a people until they change what is within themselves. So the change has come to within. A few months ago, I was addressing to you, my beloved brothers and sisters, from the very same pulpit about coping with trials and tribulations. Yet again, here is another trial, and this time we are threatened by a virus called racism. Scientists are still looking for a cure or vaccine for COVID-19, but we have the medicine and antidote for the virus called racism. Only, unfortunately, some are not willing to take this medicine. What is that medicine? Justice, equality, brotherhood and sisterhood. And our beautiful religion told us about justice. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu kunu qawwamina bilqisti shuhada'a lillah walaw ala anfusikum awil walidayni wal aqrabin. O you who have believed, be persistently standing firm in justice, witnesses for Allah, even if it be against yourselves or parents or relatives. Justice, what we need these days. As Martin Luther King Jr. said, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We cannot think of ourselves as a separate being from all other people in around the world. What do we affect others? And what others do will ultimately affect us. Looks like COVID-19 was not able to teach us this lesson. The lesson that our spiritual, physical, and social health are interconnected and can affect each other. Islam promotes absolute equality and brotherhood and sisterhood among human beings and talks about justice and equality. From the day one, Islam has provided a clear example of how racism can be terminated. Imagine before his prophethood, the society that he وسلم, lived in was functioning around tribalism and all sorts of discrimination. Discrimination against different race, gender, and class. But he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, came with a message of equality between those races, genders, and classes. And he, peace be upon him, came with the message of brotherhood and sisterhood. And we see this brotherhood at the highest level, at our annual pilgrimage, which is a few days away from us. Hajj shows the real Islamic brotherhood and sisterhood of all races and nations. When about 
3 million Muslims from all over the world gather in the city of Mecca to perform pilgrimage. This is what changed the heart of Malcolm X, and he performed Hajj. In Mecca, he saw white, black, red, and all kinds of people joining the Hajj as one brotherhood and sisterhood. He was moved by this sight and, and wrote this. And please pay attention here. America needs to understand Islam because this is one religion that erases from its society the race problem. Throughout my travels in the Muslim world, I have met, talked to, and even eaten with people who in America would have been considered white. But the white attitude was removed from their minds by the religion of Islam. I have never before seen sincere and true brotherhood practiced by all colors together, irrespective of their color. I don't know if Malcolm X knew the hadith of Prophet, peace be upon him, at the moment, but this statement reminds me of the last sermon of Prophet wasallam, talking about the oneness of God and oneness of humanity. He said, Ya Yuhannas, Ya Yuhannas, Ala inna rabbakum wahid, wa inna abakum wahid. O people, your Lord is one, and your Father is one, Adam. Ala la fadla li arabiyin ala a'jami, wala li a'jamiyin ala arabi. There is no virtue of an Arab over an Arab, or a non-Arab over an Arab. ولا لأحمر على أسود ولا أسود على أحمر إلا بالتقوى and neither white over black nor black over white except by righteousness. Unfortunately, racism takes place in so many different ways. I'm sure many of you have witnessed in different variations of them. None of the communities free from the social disease, sadly and unfortunately, including Muslim communities as well. Let's at least start from ourselves, from our community, and declare war against this social disease. Ya yuhalladhina amanu la yaskhar qawmun min qawmin asa an yakunu khayran minhum. O you who have believed, let not some man scoff at other, perhaps they may be better than them. Wala nisa'un min nisa'in asa an yakunna khayran minhun. Nor let women scoff at other women, perhaps they may be better than them. وَلَا تَلْمِزُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ وَلَا تَنَابَزُوا بِالْأَلْقَابِ And do not insult one another and do not call each other by offensive nicknames. Brothers and sisters, it is important that we believe that discrimination based on race is against the spirit of our faith. It is just wrong. Racism divides people into us and them based on where we come from or the color of our skin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
has dignified all of the children of Adam. Quran clearly and explicitly states that the purpose of the division of humanity into nations or races and tribes is to get to know one another. And takes a step further and says the only criterion, the only standard by which man is judged by God is God consciousness and by character. So the criterion is not the color nor the race. Verily, the most honored of you in the sight of God is he or she who is the most righteous of you. To complement this verse, the Prophet said, ليس لأحد على أحد فضل إلا بالدين أو عمل صالح. No one is better than anyone else except by faith in Allah or good deeds. God made human beings into different groups and people. Again, the idea is to get to know one another. لتعارفوا. This is not meant to be a source of beating each other down with an attitude of my group is better than your group or false pride as is the case with tribalism, nationalism and racism. These differences are not wrong, rather a sign from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as he stated in Surah Al-Rum and among his signs is the creation of the heavens and the earth and the difference of your languages and colors, verily in that are indeed signs for those who know. وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ خَلْقُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَاخْتِلَافُ أَلْسِنَتِكُمْ وَأَلْوَانِكُمْ إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتٍ لِلْعَالِمِينَ The point here is, brothers and sisters, individual piety is the only thing that makes a person better and greater than the other one. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah. Brothers and sisters, certainly racism is satanic. As you all know, shaitan was the first racist. He was a believer of God, but unfortunately, because of his pride and arrogance, he disobeyed the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the statement and belief of Ana Khairum Min, I am better than him, approach cast Satan into the hellfire of eternity. And sadly and unfortunately, as Muslims, we are not immune to this satanic disease either. And the question of the day why are we as believers having this problem? as well 
even though we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we have all these Quranic and prophetic wisdom, please ask this question to yourselves. And my remedy for this problem is, I think the key word is placed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the same verse that I mentioned, taqwa, God consciousness. In this regard, there are two things important to keep in mind. And I will finish my khutbah with this note. First, we need constant self-examination. Constant self-examination. And second, self-correction. Self-correction. We should always check our attitude towards others by examining ourselves carefully. And then we should correct ourselves immediately when we find we are in the wrong direction. That's a, that, that is the remedy from my perspective. But if you have anything else, please apply it. Let's always keep in our minds and hearts that we all are brothers and sisters in faith or in humanity. Surely the believers are brothers and sisters. So make reconciliation between your brothers and sisters and have God consciousness that you may receive mercy. إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ إِخْوَةٌ فَأَصْلِحُوا بَيْنَ أَخَوَيْكُمْ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ اللهم ألف بين قلوبنا وأصلح ذات بيننا واهتنا سبل السلام ونجنا من الظلمات إلى النور O oh God, reconcile between our hearts with love and understanding and resolve our hearts and our broken affairs and guide us towards justice peace, brotherhood, sisterhood, and path of guidance, and save us from the darkness of ignorance to the brightness of truth and guidance. Amen.
الله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين إن الله يأمركم
tentatively, inshallah, we are planning to have our Eid prayer on July 31st at 8.15 a.m. Takbirat starts. And then the prayer will be at 8.30 a.m. followed by the khutbah of Eid al-Adha, inshallah. And then there will be Eid al-Adha community celebration via Zoom. This will be at 9.30 a.m. And if you join, please, that would be wonderful. Now, also our school here, New Horizon Los Angeles, is having uh, their fundraising events. So, and the theme is laying the foundation for success, reimagining education in the time of COVID-19. So, join them for a virtual fundraising event with keynote speaker Imam Suhaib Webb. And this will be next Friday, Friday, July 24th uh, at 6 p.m. and via Zoom. And you can find the detailed information again on their website or on the Facebook, inshallah. And let us pray for those who are sick and passed away. Uh, as you know, uh, our beloved sister, Sister Samar Hathoud, uh, lost uh, his husband, Brother Michael Blackshire, and uh, we did uh, his funeral a few days before. Uh, please keep him in your prayers and, and please pray for the family members. I extend my condolences to the Hadhud family. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give them strength in these, this difficult time, inshallah. Also, Sister Hajjah Suraya Sunkar and Brother Sayyid Ishtia Ali passed away. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless their souls and I extend my condolences to the family members. May Allah give them strength, inshallah. And then Sister Husnara Begum and Sister Shamsiya Chaudhary uh, is sick and please keep them in your prayers also. Let us pray for all of them. Allahumma shfi mardana warham mawtana Allahumma fil al-mu'minina wal-mu'minat wal-muslimina wal-muslimat al-ahiyah minhum wal-amwat innaka sami'un kareem mujibu al-ta'awat Ameen And one quick note inshallah I will be gone uh, for my yearly vacation inshallah I'm planning to go to Istanbul visit my family members my mom and dad Please keep me in your prayers and my family. I'll be gone from July uh, 20th to August 20th. Until then, all the programs that I was offering will be on hold. Uh, and then when I get back, we will resume everything, inshallah. So keep me in your prayers. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. And see you when I get back.